It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey everyone, it is time for another NFL in London podcast. The week seven crit. Ryan and I look back at everything that happened in week seven, and it was a short week, but an exciting week, wasn't it? Um, it was. It was. I must say. Uh, I must say. I, I don't think I've still recovered from uh, National Tight Ends Day. I mean, which, uh, as we know, does anyone ever? Party. I mean, <laughs> as we all know, because who could forget such an important day in football history? It's uh, more presents than Christmas, really. Yeah. Where did that even come from? Like, I must have heard. We must have heard it like fifty times that day. Taylor like, Swift's PR team. <laughs> you can't just make this a thing. Like, you can't just say it's National Tight Ends Day. Yeah, and running backs once again going. So once again, we're not getting paid. Huh? Is that what you're going to do? Maybe it's just like it's National Nice Ass Day, right? Anything like that. Good ass well, day. It could, I, I think every, if you have a good ass, every day is good ass day. But <laughs> I mean, is it a thing? If it is if it is a thing that National Tight Ends Day, and did it just happen to fall on a Sunday? I don't know. Um, I, I'm calling absolutely. I didn't know what I'm gonna actually look this up after the after the you, podcast. Where, someone someone will look at I I didn't even bother, but I, I was uh flummoxed by that as well. I just assumed yeah. it was a Taylor Swift PR thing. It's like, oh, yeah. guess what? My team's gonna create a day for him. It's like because she yeah. has that much power. Uh Swift, she please does. do not hate. I love her. Please do not well, cancel us. Sure they do hate. They hate anybody who fucks the the I will never. I'm a I'm I'm a I'm a father to a teenage daughter. I've been a Swifty <laughs> for a long time. And uh, and love them, fantastic. She's an empire. So, but uh, also okay. no. Day. Let's talk about some of the games. Um, because you came over to my house, and and the whole talk was, and and you know, my brother was over from Canada, or you know, and Bills fan. So I allowed you guys to watch the Bills in the one TV <laughs> because what you know waste, I, I didn't I didn't want to hear TV you cry. Space. Well, no, I can watch it in the other TV because I was you know I got a Bears fan. But was it a game deserving? Of being on the screen, I don't well, know. compared compared to your Bears game, yes, it was. Oh much no, no, because the Bears is... game, the Bears game was a beatdown of greatness. Your your game was uh, was sadness. Well, it we was... can start with mine. We'll start. Let's with start my with game, your game. Twenty nine, uh, twenty five. Uh, hey, Patriots defense stuffles and and Josh Allen, the boys cannot get it together. Uh, man, let's let's talk about this. Bill Belichick, yeah. third coach, three hundred regular season wins, does it against your Bills. Yeah, well, he's he's had many victories against my Bills, so I don't really. This one doesn't affect New me England's up thirteen three at half, and it took uh, a while to come back on this one. And it was just couldn't. the same thing we've seen the last three weeks: the Bills' inability to score in the first like half, basically. The last three games, they have three points, I think, in the first half, mm-hmm. maybe six points, something like that. Which just it's getting ridiculous now. This is a team that looks like it has no rhythm. All they they're very predictable. When you watch them, you can pretty much I can pretty much call out most of their plays. And so if I can do it, God knows what Bill Belichick is doing <laughs> because it just feels like they took away Stefan Dejek, Gabe Davis, one catch for six yards. He's Drobbies. supposed to be your number yeah. two, your number two in a big contract year, looking for that big money. He's just proved over and over and over again that he just cannot get open. He's just not what he could go deep every now and then, but. It's just it's just not working. And you saw in the defense, the injuries that Bills had, they couldn't stop anything. Like Mac Jones looked like Tom Brady out there. He was like, like 25 126.7 rating, two touchdowns, yeah, he, 272 yards, man. He, yeah, the and Bills Josh Allen had a 90 rating. You know, one interception, yeah. which was bad. It could have been more and two two touchdowns, but woo, yeah. Yeah. 
It was just listen. This is they deserve to lose this game. They deserve to lose the Giants game. They should mm-hmm. be three and four, in all honesty. Like so, this is a team that 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 could be in a lot of trouble if this doesn't get fixed. Luckily, they got Thursday against Tampa. But the crazy yeah. thing is, this was supposed to be the easy stretch where you stack wins going into like Kansas City, Cincinnati, Philly, those games. Um, you go to the nine and a half. Them, Nine and a half point spread you're going into this game with, you know, two weeks in a row. They had one of the biggest spreads and couldn't yeah. cover it. So, again, I think it's just they, they just don't look like they're on a good rhythm. Josh Allen does, they've kind of neutered Josh Allen. He doesn't run anymore, ever. You never mm. see Josh Allen run. They've completely taken the most dynamic part of his game away from him. And he did, he looks like out there, he doesn't look like he's having fun. He's just throwing it three yards, four yards here. Because he doesn't have any other weapons. The only good thing is Dalton Kincaid finally had his kind of first breakout game, eight catches, eighty-five yards. Well, Knox is out for but, the season now. You know, right? I, I give it all the. I, well, Knox is out, but that's not a big loss. Dawson yeah. Knox is is a nightmare to watch because as good as he is, sometimes he is the he is massive. He had a big fourth down drop in the game. Mm-hmm. He's constantly dropping big pass after big pass. So I think this actually goes to Buffalo's benefit because they've been playing this two tight end set forever. Now Dawson Knox is that you can just play Dalton Kincaid and get back to playing the, the way they used to play in 2021 when they were one of the best offenses. I don't know why they decided to change their offense from something that worked so well to something that is absolutely a disaster. And the only thing that I can think is is Sean McDermott, who's just obsessed with balance and having this running game and just does and. It's just a bit of a nightmare. I don't really know what to say. I'm, I'm not very positive the rest of the season, but it's early. And I guess if you're going to go through adversity, it's better now than late and backing into the playoffs. you got time to fix it. So, Yeah, I mean, I guess there is that. And it's your point coaching because there is some of that. you got to make the adjustments where where things lack, right? you got to make the adjustments to compensate. And it didn't feel that way. And it felt like the Patriots were in control of this game the whole time. Um, yeah. And it, it it was Buffalo consistently always having to come back. They don't score in the first quarter. Like, they're notoriously not scoring in the first. And it's always this sort of comeback game. Um, I don't know. Like, the, the Patriots. <laughs> I don't know either. It's, it's, it felt like you guys are a single duvet on a king-size bed. You just can't cover any spreads. <laughs> You know, no. like it's, hey, hello. Hey, what's up? Uh, I just came up with that. But it's just, that was very nice. That was very nice. Um, it, but it just, it just like, it does, it just feels cold in this big empty space. And it's just like you're not getting the warmth you need. It is worrisome. And, it, and a quick game now to Tampa Bay on Thursday night. We'll get into that yeah. prediction tonight. Um, but obviously, personally, as a Bears fan, I did not believe that your game deserved to be on the screen. However, it didn't matter. Let's get into my game because. Tyson Bajon, or Tyson Bajon, as everyone in America likes to call him, and <laughs> the Bears uh, dummied the Raiders 30-12 to in this game. Um, he looked good. The running game looked good. Raiders looked bad. Um, you know, um, Fields, you know, Devon Foreman, hey, man, he was just rushing up. Yeah. He was a great you know? fantasy play. He was on both of my teams yeah. in fantasy, 30 points. 7.77. You know, it, Bears got a 14-3 lead at the half. They're up 21-3. A uh, bit of a Vegas sort of run back, but nothing really. 30-12. to 12. Bears held this game. It was lovely to watch. It was uh, yeah, it was, at home, particularly it, since we haven't is, won in a year at home. You basically watched everything you hate again about Josh McDaniels. Why is the coach of this team still? I'll never understand. 
He's mm. absolutely useless. He plays Brian Hoyer. Again, these Patriots that are just obsessed with Brian Hoyer. Like Legacy. Day, no matter no matter where if there's a Patriot, Brian Hoyer will be that little fish swimming behind the shirt, eating its shit. He's the Dorian he's, Gray painting of Jimmy Garoppolo. He's just terror. <laughs> and it's just like you have this rookie you drafted in the fourth round. Play him. At least yeah. he did something when he played a couple of days ago. He got sacked by Khalil Mack about a hundred times, but at least he moved the ball. Brian Hoyer was awful and he was yeah. exactly as you imagined like but the thing is even then like i would have bet brian hoyer could beat tyson badgett but tyson badgett looked good i again it's good he looked competent didn't die he moved the ball with his feet again had a lot of help with the running game and they were able to just get turnovers from hoyer but there's just you know they played a solid game against a team that they were pretty even with and just crushed them so um, I think Dante Foreman, why this guy has been on the practice squad all, or all year is why it took yeah. like literally six weeks to activate him. And the crazy, he's done this everywhere. He did this in Carolina. Everywhere Dante Foreman comes, he contributes, but no one wants to respect him or pay him. Next year, he'll be on a new team. You watch. He'll be like Jamal Williams, right? He's just going to keep bouncing around. But yeah. he was great. He was great. So, and the Bears D played in its best game. So you're basically getting out of your good draft spot. But, hey, these are the ones you kind of want to lose because at least if Fields won, you'd feel good about that. But, you know, is Badger going to play this week? Yes, he is. Fields looks like he's out. Oh, okay. It's like so finding cool. a piece of gold in your poo, though. You're like, you're just like, what? Is, is, there, is, there, is there magic inside of me? Because Tissan Bajon looked, he looked competent, you know? And that's a thing. It's his first game in the NFL. He looked competent and i think that's what you want from a quarterback he's not doing crazy plays he's making he sees the field he's making good check down passes and i know the coaching is probably not behind that this is i think him um he just looked adequate enough that you sort of go okay you know we'll, we'll see what happens the next one he he didn't make a lot of mistakes he can move the ball but he could i was quite pissed off that i could not bet on him because uh, in, in America, the the odds were seven yards for him rushing, and he went over that. Um, and of course, the UK betting folks you couldn't do that. Um, it, it was a good win for the Bears. It was it was a nice win at home. Las Vegas, we just needed it. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll see how he does this week. I still will pronounce it Tisson Bajon only because own it's, it. uh, you know what you got to own it, and it's French. And if it if it's the only thing that makes me sound classy and it makes the Bears sound classy, I'm gonna happen with it. Speaking of classy, I didn't, this game was not classy. This was crazy. This was the Cleveland Browns 39, the Colts 38. It's just yeah, a 77-point nice. game of just back and forth badgering. I mean, look, Deshaun Watson comes back and then he's out. Um, but, you know, Kareem Hunt uh, gets back in. Ford is back in. The, the, the Colts, I mean, it was just yeah, an it was insane a- game of scoring. Um, and and you, it was one of those red zone games you're like, Wow, this should have been the game to watch because this yeah. is crazy. Yeah. There's eight lead changes in the game, which mm-hmm. is the most, you know, in a few years, I think. It was fantastic. It was it was crazy because before the game, you're thinking, how are the Colts even gonna score any points? And it just shows like, yeah, that defense, that defense. But anytime a game can happen like that, where yeah. things just kind of go off the rails and and it just it just felt like even if Miles Garrett was just making havoc all over the field. Yeah blocking field goals, doing everything. 
it just felt like, again, there's, there was this historic defense going against Gardner Minshew. Almost put a 40 on them. Yeah. And the fact that they even were able to pull this off, I don't know what's going on with Deshaun Watson, but if you're a Browns fan, you got to be just furious. This guy can't play now all of a sudden with a mystery injury. He's like, oh, I don't want to hurt myself. It's like most, again, you got this guy who wants to show he's like one of the best of the best and He's just nowhere to be seen. I don't think if you're a Cleveland Browns fan, you're paying $50 million. You still got $200 million to pay this guy, and he can't even play, and he doesn't even explain it. He's just like, oh, my shoulder hurts. And you're like, okay. Are you coming? And then the fact that he, he comes in, throws a terrible pick, and then he just – the coach takes him out. I, I don't understand the situation there. It feels like it's a mess. And I don't even know if anyone on the team even likes him. Yeah. It just has this – everything about it feels wrong. Like the fact that like a quarterback – like you see, Aaron Rodgers is listening to Dolphins have sex to get back from an injury, but Deshaun Watson's like, "All right, well, when's he coming back?" No one knows. They just shrug. It's. I think they, the Browns would be so much better of a team just playing with BJ Walker the rest of the season, but you can't cut him. Um, yeah, I mean, all you can really say it was just a bit of a. I, I just don't understand the fact that everyone kind of hates this guy, and now he's he's bad when he plays, and now he's not even playing. So it's like what. The worst, worst contract, worst investment in the history of the NFL. I don't think there'll ever be a worse one. I don't see this guy turning it around he's because like he the, just uh, has. Yeah, it's like the AOL Time Warner merger. You know, you're like, <laughs> it just maybe this is bad. And AOL's still in business, and you're like, how are they still in business? Yeah. Um, I don't know about the injury because you know we talked about in the last episode. I don't know how deep this shoulder injury that he had was, and 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 maybe he got rocked in it. Um. I mean, he keeps saying he wants to come back and play. And and why wouldn't you? Like, the motivation should be there. You've got the best defense. But whoever the defense was, Miles Garrett was one guy. And the defense, the, the rest of it, played differently. It didn't yeah. feel like there was too, total uni, unification there, you know? Garrett's doing one thing, but they're still allowing 38 points going up. Um. Man, it was just an yeah, exciting... so maybe they're just maybe they're not the um, elite defense that maybe we thought they were. Again, it's still early. The game, the whole season. That's what it shows. Like the NFL yeah. is such a week to week league, right? Where some what we know this week will become bullshit the next week, and that's kind of what what we see. Like even what we saw with San Francisco, which lost uh, to Minnesota. We'll get to that later. We'll but get like, to that game. It's that's the, what I mean. Every yeah. week, there's just like the Bills losing this week. The only one that's now starting to turn it up uh, is the Chiefs, and that's kind of a scary bit of, of yeah. what's what's happening in the league. Well, until they break up, and it'll be around Christmas. But um, it will be literally after the Super Bowl. It'll the, be a the, mutual, the Colts uh, just have this cockroach thing, and and you know uh, they're staying in it. You know, like the, they were three and three, they're three and four now. Uh, Cleveland now four and two, but um, uh, we'll have to see the, the game. I said was going to happen. I said, hey, uh, Giants are going to win. And they did in a really fugly, ugly 14 to 7 game where uh, I can't remember his name with the Washington Commanders defense. Guy was like, yeah, I'm tired of this crap. Seven years it's been going on. Um, well, yeah, well, 14 yeah, to 7, what, ugly game. No one should re sign with Washington. The fact that he's seven years means he re signed. Well, I think everyone, with, new owner, everyone's, with Dan, with everyone's Dan getting cut. Like Rivera, yeah, nice guy, he's gone. But the whole organization is getting well. Of course, once you get a new owner, you want a fresh yeah. start. So the writing's on the wall for all of them. Yeah. The only thing I think is that Tyrod looked great for the. He was again, not bad. He only put up. He only put up fourteen points. That's a classic Tyrod game, right? He but he didn't lose the game. He didn't lose the game. He didn't get sacked. Well, he, never, he didn't throw it. Yeah. He never does. He doesn't win you games. He doesn't lose your games. He just keeps you in them and hopefully yeah. you can hold on because the game was like. 
again, it was another disastrous. Like Sam Howell, again, like, with the Giants, you can't do. He just gets <laughs> sacked. He couldn't throw any touchdown. He just again, they tried him out. I think this year was a try year, and so next year they got to go quarterback. I think with a new owner, you want a fresh start. I think they've given the Sam Howell thing seven weeks and it's not really working, especially with all the sacks and everything, but I can't imagine they don't really have anything else to go with. And I think Rivera kind of, it's just a weird thing to kind of want to put the rest of your career on Sam Howell as your quarterback, but it was a risk. And now it's going to cost, I think everyone their jobs basically. Yeah. You should change his name to Sam. How are you still holding onto the ball? Yeah. No. <laughs> You know, yeah. I mean, there is part of it that it is a rookie thing where he is holding on the ball too long, but it's also that offensive line is not making things easier for him. You know, when you when it's like you're on pace to do like this 90 sack thing and you just take another five every week and it's like, hey, he's still on record. It's like, no, this isn't his, a good thing. You should be his linemen must this. hate it. His linemen must hate it though, right? It's oh, like you're yeah. making me look bad. You're giving me bad grades, yeah. PFF grades, because you're holding on to the ball. You know, and also yeah. like someone like Tua is like like who took how many concussion percentages per sack? Sam Howell, his brain, I don't know what it's like. He's got a, like a woodpecker brain in there where he's got his tongue wrapped around it. So every time he gets hit, it doesn't damage it. I don't know how the hell this guy, yeah. you expect him to be good after taking this many sacks. It's just sad for Washington. Obviously, they're in a, a clearance sale. I think they've obviously advertised clearance sale. Uh, as of a few other teams, everything must go. Giants still suckety. I mean, this is just, yeah, you've got to win. But it was Tyrod's win for them. And Daniel Jones, ah, man. A game you and I predicted would be suckety. And it was. Uh, we both predicted Atlanta would win in a small margin of victory. And they did. 16 to 13. Uh, you picked 20 to 17. I picked 2018. 16 13. Pretty close. Yeah, three points. close. Yeah, we knew. We knew it was going to be one of these uh, crappy, low scoring games. Look, uh, Young Hoku, uh, it's his game. He's kicking it, but um, well, it was a field goal game. Ritter looking a little better in this one, but still, uh, they get a win. They're four and three now, Atlanta. Uh, makes yeah. a little bit of difference in the division. Baker and, and company. they had a problem with Bijan, which is really weird because he yeah. wasn't even playing because he had an illness, and the yeah. fact that they didn't even they didn't even put that on the injury report. Or no, anything. Well, that's so, why they're in trouble now, too. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people are pissed about that. Fantasy people, people who gamble. Yeah. People like that. There needs to be transparency, or otherwise it just the whole thing falls apart without transparency because it's just looks sketchy as shit. Just like we saw this week with a lot of just terrible calls that again mm-hmm. every single week the refs are making it about them blowing games like that Rams game last week with that knee spotting That's the Eagles. Uh, game. I mean, with, we'll get into this. Uh, the refing is just yeah. Getting, the, we need AI refs worse. at this point, and especially yeah. with with gambling coming in yeah. and bad calls, people are going to start saying like, this mm-hmm. is not looking good. It's going to start. Cause like, I'm telling Vegas you, being eight, no against the think, spread last week as well. Yeah. If you don't think there are people trying to influence the games like, like Las Vegas, some of these refs who like yeah. after a couple of years, you can look at them, you know, every time they play the, this team, you know, they win and they cover yeah. the spread and they're, it's going to be really interesting in a couple of years to see that type of data, even if there'll be someone to keep in track of it. Well, there should be someone now. And I mean, it's actually, as I say, like the chat GTPs of it all, you could, you know, put some of these algorithms in as long as you're pretty good at uh, keeping the data in. Um, Man, there's so much of this bad refing. And I mean, I guess when it, there's so many tools at your disposal, um, it, it sort of comes to a point. It's like, 
male ref, female ref, trans ref, robot ref. I don't care. I think we just want fairness, you know, like whoever brings fairness to the game, because there's a lot of calls where, you know, it turns out in that Philly game that the ref, it's like, he's from Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, it's. Yeah. And then, well, again, listen, with that game, you know, the, 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 the Falcons, Falcons did the just, win. Falcons, they, they did that win. The division's wide open, right? This yeah. division. Well, I don't like think, I think like eight, I think you see eight and nine winning this division pretty, and it wouldn't surprise anybody. Um, so it's a good win for Atlanta. They got, I think they have uh, Tennessee this week, who's doing a fire sale right now. So um, yeah. it looks like Atlanta's in a good spot. They can get this win against a team that may, who's going to be probably playing um, Will Levis as well for the first start. So um, Atlanta's got a good chance to take a good stranglehold on the lead, especially Bucks have the Bills coming up if the Bills can actually put a game yeah. together. So it looks like the uh, they could be in a really good spot, the Falcons, after this week. So. And yeah. that's the worst. The problem is, is it'll be fine. Even if Ritter makes the playoffs and they win the division, they'll probably get, you know, whatever. I still think they're going to get a new quarterback no matter what. So even if Ritter yeah, does win the division. Well, again, there's a lot of talk. Why wouldn't you look at Kirk? Yeah. Kirk say what you want about him, but he, he gets, at least he gets you. He gets the yards. The ball. Yeah, he gets, on base. The ball. he gets on base. He gets on base. He, he gets, gets on, on base. base. Uh, you know, got on base with the Baltimore Ravens in a beatdown. Uh, Detroit. Apparently, if you drink too many energy drinks, you eventually run out of energy. 36. They scored in every play, on every drive, basically. The Ravens couldn't be stopped. You know, we've talked, I talked about this the last one that Lamar finally had enough. You know, like this is his year. He's back. He's got the talent. You guys stop dropping balls and they listen, man, because this was, you know, in terms of like a high value, and and everyone's now talking MVP because they throw it around every week that Lamar is up there. But yeah. this was a statement performance by Baltimore, um, and against a team where Detroit Rowan's like, yeah, NFC, NFC, and, and that was a smackdown. Yeah, it was. Listen, I think we see this again. We see this all the time in the NFL, where it's like the hot team comes in. Think, okay, we saw Miami and Buffalo, and they got smacked around. Scored seventy the week before coming in. You got. The, the thing is, you know, you did have um, the like Jerry, it was a tough game. Jared Goff going against that defense in the, in that environment was always Baltimore defense is like ranked number two. Baltimore defense, they're, they're, they're very good, absolutely balling right now. Uh, you know, Gus Edwards had a good game. It was Lamar's best game of the year, absolutely. It's because I traded him in fantasy, so he's yeah. ready to now take the next uh, the launch up to to the stratosphere. But <laughs> again, yeah, listen, a great win for for. Lamar, I, I just want to see how if this is a consistent thing. Is this is just like a one-off, or is next week going to be that same kind of struggle? So until you see, like I thought it was Lamar's definitely best game. Keep it going, but you got to see it more than once every three or four games. Like he's been playing well, but today was the one where he kind of put up the like I'm back with the Lamar the bat symbol back out. So um, well, was, in a battle, hey, yeah, I, okay. I guarantee you. Now that I'm trading, he's going to go off for the rest of the year and be the, the it's number about one your guy. fantasy it's, team. It's, if you look at the stats on a battle it. of performers, Jared Goff was 33 for 53, 284 yards, not bad. One interception. His QB rating was 68.4. Lamar Jackson was 21 for 27, 357 yards, three Crazy. touchdowns with a 155.8. QB rating. Like, if you talk about get right game, man, yeah. this is like Baltimore going, okay, AFC is wide open. All you other fizzled anuses, we're coming at you. Which sounds like something else. 
Uh, a game I thought would cover, but didn't. We'll get in the later game. Uh, Seattle Seahawks, who, again, their defense is it's not to be shouted down, man. Seattle's got a pretty strong defense. Geno playing consistently. Cardinals couldn't get together as options to be able to do it. They lose 20 to 10. Um, you know, I think we expect no one expect a lot from the Cardinals, but the fact is, I thought they might cover this one. They had a few chances too, but they just couldn't. Um, yeah. No, it's, you can only take some. Like, again, they, they put up a real valiant fight to the beginning of the year, but lack of talent always is going to kill you in the NFL eventually, mm-hmm. no matter what. And the fact that, you know, Gino didn't, didn't have, um, you know, there was a late DK Metcalf as a last minute scratch. So that kind of hurt their offense being able, but they still got Kent Walker, yeah. you know, Jackson Smith and Jigba had a, had a good, had a good, finally, finally got a touchdown. So again, Gino's got to be better though. Gino's still missing plays. Like he's still, like he had an opportunity to have his best game of the year at home. And still, it just felt like a struggle, even though you're playing a team that you're much better with your defense is better. So they're, they they had opportunities, but Gino just wasn't able to punch it in just kind of like Cincinnati. So I yeah. when you play the bad teams, you got to put up the points. So when he, again, and if Gino continues to struggle every time he gets up against a big opponent, good defense, it's going to make it harder for decision for them to what to do next year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's still a good win. It's a good it's win. It's still a good win to get Arizona, a win, but it's so. like if you middle ground it, it's sort of like, ah, oh, we're going to middle ground it every year. Um, a bit of a game. Uh, we'll talk about the next game. Uh, Steelers Rams. Steelers won 24 17, but it took 14 points in the fourth quarter, uh, to rally. It was a defense. Um, you know, the Rams, I think, were, you know, they were at home, but it wasn't at home. Uh, Pittsburgh, no, they were not at win home. In this one, but there were still a lot of mistakes in this one. Again, Pittsburgh looks sort of fugly. They get the win, but it's, I don't know. Every Pittsburgh win, you're like, yeah, was it a win? I don't know. Yeah. They're four and two, and it just does not yeah. feel that way. Um, you had that terrible call at the end of the game, yes. that, that, that knee down. And it was so obvious to everyone. Yeah. And the refs just like, yep, first down, game over. Yeah. Uh, real disappointing second half for the Rams. They did nothing in the second half. Mm-hmm. Every time they had a ball, Matthew Stafford threw for zero yards almost yeah. in the, most of the second half. They, every time they got it, they were three and out, kicked it away, and then Pittsburgh's they just eat the clock. They just ate it and they just kept scoring and didn't even give them. I don't even wouldn't even want to look at the time of possession, the fourth. It must have been like 12 minutes to yeah. three. It was so cold. Uh. Especially since, you know, Matthew Stafford was balling like Puka Nakua at 150 yards. He looks like he made some incredible catches on the sideline. You know, Cooper Cup had a bit of an off game. So the fact that you have that's kind of like when you see that number two that you have, like Buffalo, if they Buffalo had that number, like a Puka Nakua yeah. on the second side that just gets open, it's such opens up everything for your yeah. quarterback. So, and so Stafford is disappointing because they could have won that game. They had every yeah. chance, they had so many chances to beat a Pittsburgh team that's not that good, but they couldn't do it. Big interception by TJ Watt, which is a great play by him, but is really disappointed by the Rams because I thought they, they especially should have been giving another chance to try and win this game but the refs always have to have their way yeah it's the refs and it feels like the Steelers every victory is like a sloppy seconds reach around fumbling in the dark yeah it just it's awkward you know you're like ah they won but everyone lost this game it was like two teams LA had a bit of momentum and it just seemed to lose on this one and and they gave up something that they should have won hopefully they give momentum um the next game Denver's at home and and they get a win 
And Jordan Love is really looking uh, like trash. Yikes. I mean, is this, you know, he sat on the bench for, what did, what did he learn? Uh, I wonder if the Packers are now starting to rue this decision because, man, this kid makes some bad decisions. You got a good running game. Why aren't you relying on the defenses there? But they still lose 19 to 17. Broncos take the, the W in this one. Um, yeah, and he had and I both two weeks to prepare. He had two weeks yeah, to two prepare. Yeah, two weeks to prepare. He got a week off, and, um, you know. It, yeah, it was a really bad, ugly play by Jordan Love to end the game. Again, they just can't get any rhythm going. You know, Christian Watson goes down. He seems to get injured almost every couple mm-hmm. games. He's not been able to stay healthy his whole career. Um, yeah, and it's a short career. Yeah, it's been a very short career, and he cannot. He's just constantly watching him go off to the sideline. Which doesn't help. Their offensive line's a mess. They're they again. Their defense did enough to to win you the game. Like if yeah. you can, you held, you know, them to nineteen points. The fact that you had a chance to kind of come down and win it at the end. And ever since the first two games where Jordan Love looked really good, he has been a nightmare for the last yeah. few. And if you're Green Bay, you're kind of in the tricky spot too because again, he's kind of. I think he's only got one more year left on his contract or anything. Yeah. So you got to decide what you're going to do. Like, do you have the pieces? Are you like a quarterback away from making that run? And do you go for someone or do you got redraft and kind of start from scratch? Cause I don't really know what you do if you're green Bay right now, because I think you have a good defense, but even last year you had the quarterback in the same team and it didn't make a difference because Aaron Rodgers couldn't do anything either. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's, just a quarterback, or if this is something of a bigger problem. The fact that Tactiari is never there as well, you know, not having a left tackle is going to kill you every time. And just to lose to the Broncos, who are clearly trying to tank, is just mm-hmm. uh, it's just not acceptable. So I think if you're Green Bay, I think it's the the chance of the division's looking a lot rougher now at two and four. Um, oh yeah, so I don't think there's a chance kind there. Of like, now you're kind of thinking, like, do we just want us to lose and just now look into the draft for next year and get us another quarterback and start this thing over again? Yeah, you're right. right. It's I a think bit of a mess. They're in a there's bit a of bit of a, a microscope to look at in terms of where they want to focus on because you do have some good pieces in the defense. You've got some, you know, Aaron Jones. You've got some some really good key pieces. So what are you going to build it around? I don't, I don't I I think as we see Jordan Love and this is something I said in some of the first podcasts is that once you get into the game they don't have a backup. They don't have a backup solution. So if he starts tanking, what do you do? You're going to call up Matt Flynn to come back. Um, hey, hey, I don't think that, you know, it's just, this is, you know, there's no sort of real backup solution. So this was also a stinky loss to them. This could be a tumble down for them. I'm not sure. Tumble down Kansas city chiefs and Tay Tay was in the house as was Jackson Mahomes, but um, he had an ankle <laughs> bracelet on, I'm sure. LA Chargers <laughs> um take another loss here and and uh yeah. Chiefs and and Kelsey and you know the Chargers and all the stuff and Herbert was not looking good he was chokeramus sort of near the end of it um the the Chiefs defense obviously standing up here as well Mahomes 424 yards four touchdowns I mean geez Louise yeah uh, and and the funny thing is the the Chargers had so many opportunities to tie mm-hmm. this up like even though he had it was only it felt like it was 24 17 like the whole game and every time yeah. the Chargers had the ball they just couldn't move it's only it. seven Again, points is... the last seven points scored in the in the fourth quarter but there was no point scored in the third quarter yeah it was a yeah and um oh if you're the I mean if you're the Chargers this is the same team for four years now they wow. look exactly the same you got this great quarterback 
You got Mike Williams, who's always hurt. You got Keenan Allen. You got Quentin Johnson, who's been a disaster of your first-round pick, who's supposed to really help this offense. You got a defensive coach who gave up 350 yards uh, to Patrick Holmes in the first half. Mm -hmm. So it's like, again, I I think we're on the the dead man walking portion of Brendan Staley's career. I think... I think if he's got maybe one or two more games, maybe when their buy is, and I think he's done. I again, the, what are you doing with this? You got this quarterback who you're wasting. Getting now you're getting an old Keenan Allen. Your defense is kind of old with mm-hmm. a bit of a mess that you thought it was going to be good. I don't know. I really don't know what the Chargers can even do. But I think the one good thing is when they fire Staley, they have Herbert, who is such an appealing piece for any yeah. coach to come in so get him an offensive guy and get him to start scoring points because herbert should be scoring more than 17 even against that really good chiefs defense and yeah it's just also with that the defense that was supposed to be khalil mack having some up and down games but it just keeps going down the toilet they just keep swirling the ball and stinking it up for the the chargers I, it's difficult to see any way that they can sort of get a sling of wins together which is t- tough Another game, which was 31-17, to exact score, same in a row. Philadelphia Eagles uh, beat up on the Miami Dolphins in this one. Jalen Hurts looks good. Um, Miami uh, took a bit of a slap in this one as Philadelphia took control of this game. You know, it was uh, uh, 17-10 at, at the half, or and then they just kept pouring it on. Miami had really no answers to them. Yeah, it was it wasn't a very like it wasn't a surprising game because I think Miami had a lot of injuries. Xavier yeah. Howard was out, uh, the offensive line. Teron Arm- I, people are like, oh, Teron Armstead. Teron Armstead is always out. So to even yeah. say like, oh, he was out is not even a, a sentence anymore because he never plays. Yeah. So um, but again, if this was just Miami on the road against the big dogs and put up 10 points. They mm-hmm. didn't show up. Uh, they, they couldn't get the running game going. They were able to make two and make some bad decisions. Again, it's that classic yeah. thing when two is, if it's not one, two, three pass, if yeah. it's one, two, three, wait, he's done. Yeah. And that is just not sustainable in the NFL, especially when you play good defenses that can pressure you. And this is going to be a problem for two I think as the season goes on, when he starts playing the bigger games. Yeah. Um, and then with Jalen Waddle, even though like he's he's been kind of invisible as a second receiver this year, it's been all Tyreek. It's the Tyreek mm-hmm. Hill show. He's because he's been just going off, and you want to see Waddle get more involved because he's so dynamic. But it just feels like he's just kind of invisible on the other side, where you think he'd be. It just feels like it's always Tua. Where's Tyreek? Oh, what do I do? Throw it away, or so. It was another chance for for this the genius of Mike McDaniel and the genius of two and all these guys to show the world and they put up 10, 17 points, and yeah. so it it didn't feel again again and you had Philly doing the tush push this brotherly yeah. shove fifty five times a game they oh, could yeah. probably do it they all just game. keep doing it yeah because they're getting like three yards on it sometimes like it's there's it's no actually stop because it. yeah. it's, I think there's going to be a real interesting discussion of of it. I mean, if they touch push their way to an NFL title, it'll get it'll get. Uh, that'll yeah, be the last look, of it. look, man. If it's <laughs> a rugby play, if rugby helps start the NFL and you use a rugby play in the NFL, I don't think it's a problem. Um, you know, deal with it. Yeah, Miami, I'm, on, I'm on. I'm on both sides because I also then, feel then, like you if set you can't up a defense it, and set up a defense that stops it. That's your that's your I play. Think they, 
there is. That's the thing. <laughs> that, uh, I don't there's think there's always something that stops it. There's always you need the the only defense that can stop it is in, in like the last Boy Scout where you need someone to bring a With gun a onto the field. No, well you can you can <laughs> always work. People. You can always work if it, if they're just going to do a pressure inside defense and you just basically right. put you jam everyone up the center. Look, it's tough. It's tough because how you don't you also got to protect you, so you don't want to get. You get a lot of heavy bodies. It's all on them. So. Defenders still have the advantage. Nasty. Look, I, I would say that they it's, it's people not being smart enough to adapt to it. The fact is also Miami didn't adapt. Why don't you use your tight ends more? Why don't you spread the ball around? You know that well, they already have coming. any good tight ends. Well, they used they to have the have Gusecki have days, but it's still you still need to utilize your players a bit more. You know how they're shutting you down. Miami didn't make the adjustments. McDaniel screwed up on that. The final game we had. Um, surprise, surprise, surprise. If I do my best Jim Neighbors impression, if anyone knows who he is, <laughs> Minnesota Vikings, uh, surprise in primetime at home. Kirk, uh, baby. Kirk Cousins, he was cooking, um, and they beat uh, the 49ers, um, 22 to 17. Uh, Addison, two touchdowns. Um, it was a few later interceptions also that did not <laughs> help. Um, turns out Brock Purdy is human. Um, yeah. He threw some ducks up there yeah. near the end. Chances he's he's really struggled the last two weeks with with some big mistakes and big key situations. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, McCaffrey again just came back, still getting touchdowns, still doing his thing. Ayuk looked really again, but the defense wasn't able to get a sack on mm-hmm. on Kirk Cousins, which was great because that especially with someone like Bosa. The fact that Jordan Addison looks awesome, like the fact that that's the they're always smart. Just get that second receiver. That's what it's yeah. about in the NFL. And I love that when you see someone like Jordan Addison, who's, who's had a great game. And now when you get Justin Jefferson back, you can maybe see Minnesota making a little bit of a run because the NFC North is a bit of a mess. Now that yeah. Pittsburgh's fallen, they're only really about two games back now, I think, where if they would have lost this, which everyone thought, and Detroit won, it would have been like four games. It would have been monumental to come back. So I think that was a huge win. It just shows you the NFL, like we say, it's a week yeah. to week. Do you think San Francisco is the most unbeatable team? And now again, come in, Minnesota beat you. Team that everyone thought you were just going to come over and just walk over. It just shows you. You never know what's going to happen out there. And Minnesota played a hell of a game to, to, to take this to San Francisco, who probably wasn't ready and didn't think that this is going to be a tough matchup probably for them. Yeah, I think there was a bit of a look ahead to it. Um, and also it's it's – it's one of these things in the NFL where a couple of weeks ago where everyone's like, rip the Vikings apart. Tear them yeah. apart. Fire, fire sale. sale. And it's like, oh, they got a chance now. It's like, well, so the fire sales, uh, you know, throwing fire at people uh, and try to sell them. Difficult. I mean, there was some obviously miscues by the 49ers. It did, didn't seem like they really thought about this game. And you're watching, it's like, you know, playing ahead almost in a way. And, I, and it was too bad for them. But you would think there was also a lot of injuries. The defense was quite riddled, you know, and 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 Minnesota took advantage of it. They were down quite a few guys, and I think that really hurt them. So San Fran, I think, will rebound. But Minnesota, yeah, you got a bit of motivation there. Addison looked really good. We move now to week eight in the NFL, everyone. Week eight. Oh, my God. We're getting that far. It's almost November. Halloween kids uh, next week. The scary Thursday night game, October 27th, is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ooh, the Buffalo Bills. Ooh, Buffalo again. Eight and a half point favorites. Come on. Come on. 42 and a half is the over under. Eight and a half. Have we not learned from Buffalo? Yeah. It feels like 
I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to feel confident with eight and a half. I, I think Baker's a bit hurt. I don't know how healthy he's going to be, which is going to make it really difficult because they haven't been able to really move the ball a lot. Um, the Bucks lately, the last couple of games, they've really struggled. To me, this is interesting to see now how Buffalo reacts to that last game, especially with Dawson Knox out. Are they going to finally is did Dalton Kincaid have that breakout game? where now they're going to utilize him a lot more as a weapon. Use him as your second receiver, like Kansas City does. Like No one ever complains about Kansas City having no receivers because Kelsey's that good, right? So mm-hmm. use your tight end who has a lot of this. Obviously, he's no Kelsey. No one is. Uh, but use him as a weapon in that game. The defense, I worry. I think the fact that they have just so many injuries and they can get the ball moved on them. So I could see Tampa Bay just running it up, especially up the middle if Ed Oliver doesn't play. Um, I think the Bills win. I think the fact that they're at home, I think sometimes an early game after such a letdown is a good thing for you. You get a chance to come back home, play in front of your crowd. But, man, it's tough to say eight and a half. I'm not feeling confident in that number. I just don't think they've shown anything to think that they're worthy of that against any team. Like they can barely yeah. beat the Giants. So uh, I'm going to go, and I don't think Buffalo puts up a lot of points. I don't think this is where they turn it around. I think Josh Allen will play better, but he's I, there's still something not right after this team. So I'm going to go 24 uh, to 17, the Bills, to win this. But yeah. it's going to be a very stressful Friday. I'm not looking I'm with you. I mean, like, I, I get Vegas and the Lions. I just can't precipitate an eight and a half again i know tampa bay's been sort of struggling down buffalo's at home but you've just come off of four days after you know a loss and so it's a motivation a lot of the defense isn't back yet a lot of these guys aren't healthy and the coaching issues are still there and the passing problems are still there so i'm with you i've got buffalo to win um but i don't i don't have them i i don't have them covering it i got it 26 18 um so close enough but um yeah the, the the tampa bay bucks cover that's it folks what do you think of oh. our picks yeah if you don't like our picks then send us just <laughs> Let us comment, send comment us a letter. On, yeah a pigeon carrier pigeon would be nice or smoke signal we will actually read those we've got a smoke signal reader so mm-hmm. other than that uh follow us on facebook all the social media channels <laughs> folks thanks for listening that's a week seven crit and uh look forward to giving you our week eight podcast p- picks coming up soon